State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at at and for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. That's how we own it! What's good, family? It's your girl, Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, General. And we are your host of Street Politicians, the, the place, place where the, where the streets, streets and politics, politics meet. What's going on, Mr. Lennon? I am blessed and highly favored on this Tuesday morning. How are you? It is another day. It's Tuesday. That's right. We tape it on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. It is another day of being alive. Thank God. We above Amen. ground. Above ground, man, because a lot of people ain't make it, man. Yeah, and speaking of being above ground, also need to be making sure we are taking care of ourselves. And I um, am on my way to get my annual physical today. And I realized that so many of us are not. In fact, it's been two years. 
I hated my doctor. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just have to tell the truth. She just didn't get me and she just didn't spend time. Like, she just didn't care, really. She just didn't. Um, and so I was very, very unhappy. And it takes time to find a good doctor, to find a different doctor. And I, and I really wanted to be with a Black woman. Now, that's not to say that I'm, I'm against other races being your doctor, because prior to the doctor that I don't, I don't love, I had another woman doctor who was a white woman that I loved so much. She was amazing, amazing. But she um, moved to a different thing and out of the network and da you know da 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 da. And so I ended up with this woman and um you know and I don't like her. So now I have a new doctor. I'm starting all over. And today is the beginning. And I'm you know people just need we all need to be taking care of ourselves, right? Because you know all the stress and whatnot that we're under. Like I, I was saying that I feel extremely exhausted. Yes, I do run a lot and all of that, but I also know that. Some of the things that I'm consuming is slowing me down. So, you know, I'm going to, today I'm going to be using all the benefits. I want the nutritionist information, everything, so I could take care of myself from up here to the bottom of my feet. I mean, that's a good thing. I got to get on. You know, Black men, we don't like doctors, period. You, I don't care what doctor you got. We just don't like it. It ain't something that we into. And, you know, we have to change that cycle because a lot of us find out we sick late. You know, we feel like we just invincible. You know, we don't want to, like, I, I remember just being, I always was one of those people that I don't want to hear bad news. Like, I don't need to go there and then you tell me something wrong with me. And, and, and from in my perspective, you know, and there's a lot of us as men, we feel like the minute that you start telling people that they sick, they get sick, right? Because it'd be like, for years, you'd be good. And then you go to the doctor one day and be like, hey, you got two days to live. They could be like, what the fuck you talking about? I was good. I ain't got no, next thing you know, he losing weight, hair falling out, all of the shit. Cause a lot of sickness is mental. It's a, you know, a lot of our body physically thing is physical things, the ailments that definitely affect us. So I'm not saying it, but 90, I think 50% of mm -hmm. sickness is inside the mind, right? When your mind is defeated, your body don't fight, right? When your mind tells you that you're not well, when you're sick, you watch people who ain't even sick mentally think they sick and they start to look sick. So, yeah, it, you know, I think worry. you have- It's worry. Yeah, because you worry. Yeah, it's stress. Stress mm -hmm. is, causes, you know, damage to your body. So I think as Black men, we have to get over that hurdle. I think that's a hurdle. A lot of Black men be like, yo, I'm just going to deal with it. I don't need to hear no bad news. I'm going to go along. So, you know, I'm moving forward in that. My, I'm working on my physical and getting my stuff together. You know, making well, sure you know, a part of it, a part of it, I will say this. Um, we we have to always be mindful that a lot of our behavioral patterns are not just things that, oh, you know, you saying, well, we're nervous about the doctor. We don't like the doctor because it makes us feel it's not just that it's that we've been taught from childhood. I mean, excuse me, from childhood, from um, from from being enslaved that we were super strong and we didn't have any medical care. We had to figure out how to hustle up a little bit of whatever, you know, use the live off the land in order to deal with some of our ailments. Now that made us extremely great, you know, physicians, if you will, that we created all the things that you could think of to heal problems. But nonetheless, 
we never had a culture of going to the doctor or being taken care of a certain way because the doctor in the community wasn't for us. They didn't give a shit if we died in the fields. So I think a lot of what, you know, these issues are things that have, we have to be deprogrammed from, from being enslaved. So that's my thoughts on that. But today, I am, we are moving um, and, and accordingly to accommodate the fact that I have to go to the doctor. Actually, today, I have to go to a uh, um, rally. You know, there, there's a, there was a building in the Bronx where these elderly ladies and men were talking about how teenagers are beating up on them, hitting them with sticks, robbing them, just pretty much terrorizing the community. And um, it actually brought tears to my eyes and I posted it. And a couple of my guys that work within the, um, the Cure Violence Network have reached out to me because they found the address and they were already, you know, saying that they're going to go over there at around four o'clock. So, you know, we're going to rally over there. But just it just really broke my heart to hear what's going on. I, did, I don't as a young man, you know, I always was taught to respect and take care of the elderly and make sure they was comfortable. And don't let them carry bags upstairs and hold the door open and make sure that you straighten up, you know, so to hear that teenagers are terrorizing elderly. I don't even know how we got here. I don't know what in the hell is going on, but I know it can't stay like that. So, you know, a lot of us concerned individuals and people from the community are gonna be over there doing what we have to do in that community. And next week, I'll give an update on what happened. You know, hopefully we'll be able to bring the, you know, some clarity and some unity to the community. A lot of these young kids are really just being misinformed, man, and being, and being taught a culture of violence and a, a culture I call a coward culture that doesn't do anything for them. And it's because they've learned it. They're not naturally like this. It's what they've been taught and what's been being incentivized in today's society. So, you know, we're going to do that. Well, you know, I, mean, I think that it is true that there is a change in culture, but I will say that even when I was young, while there was much more protection for elders and children, there have always been, there's always been an element of our community that terrorized everybody, right? They robbed the elders. I remember um, it was a thing going on in the projects where they was throwing old people down the stairs, trying to rob them first of the month. In fact, I had a neighbor who between her own children who were addicted to crack and other people, you know, that was like out there hunting at the first of the month, she used to give all of her money to my parents. It was more than one person in our building that did that. They had to give their money to other people that they think, you know, thought would protect them. So there's always been an element of it, but it seems like it's become cool because that wasn't cool. If you got caught doing it, just like you guys are going to the community today, people would really approach you and it could be a real, real serious situation. And by the way, you don't know whose grandmother or mama or friend or whatever, you are offending or harming and people had to deal with that, like seriously, yeah. when we were young. So, you know, I'm glad to see that you guys are going out there making sure you find a way to figure out what is wrong with these kids? Like what exactly is the issue? What is it that you need? Or do you think this is fun? Because if you think it's fun, we're gonna let you know it's not fun. It's not gonna happen. But if you have a need, if something is wrong, then let's try to figure out, and I'm glad Cure Violence will be out there with you, what exactly is it that you are trying to accomplish 
So anyway, so I have been uh, for the last several hours in a long debate with a number of individuals, um, you know, privately about an incident that happened in Atlanta just yesterday. So by the time people hear uh, this podcast will be on Wednesday. So Monday, a woman in Atlanta, in Atlanta sound like she, she's from the islands. I don't know which one, but she certainly sounds like she may be of Caribbean descent, but a black woman. Um, she uh, killed two individuals and injured one person, shot them. Um, and of course, you know, at first, the speculation was just kind of like what happened. Like everybody's like, oh my God, you know, the woman just goes wild and just shoots people. But then uh, it became clear that she actually targeted these individuals after going to the police to report that the two people she killed, one, a building manager, and second, uh, the engineer in the building she lived in, that they broke into her apartment and they broke into her safe and took some of the things that she needed for a lawsuit that she had been very public. I, I'm hearing that on LinkedIn, she was talking about this lawsuit and um, you know, she had been out there pretty much saying that she, had, she was a whistleblower and was reporting some individuals and she had all of this stuff on a hard drive. Sounds like some of it may have been connected to the same building, I don't know, but nonetheless, she had been, you know, she tried to go get the police to, first of all, take her situation seriously with the robbery of her home, but also to change the police report from just, you know, a dispute to a robbery, to an actual robbery. The officer that she, so she videos this encounter with the officer. I don't know if you had a chance to see this. I haven't but exactly got to see it yet, but yeah. So she, she, she videos the encounter with the officer where she's anxiously trying to explain to the officer and the officer, very, very passive aggressive is like, you know, you, uh, you just have to, you know, but basically one thing that the officer is saying that I completely understand is that she can't just go change the report. It doesn't work like that. Again, this is what we've been saying. These officers also are caught up in a system where they are, they are, the way in which they are told to handle things is dangerous. Like it doesn't, it, it's not helpful for them. It's not helpful for the civilians or anybody because they're telling her that she needs to go call a phone number for the burglary department. And we already know what that looks like to try to get somebody to listen to her, to potentially fix the, you know, come and, and investigate the situation and determine whether or not it's a robbery. They said, well, we didn't, the lady said, well, I'm, you know, the report doesn't say there was breaking an entry. She's like, but they have keys. It's the building manager and the engineer. So they have keys to my apartment. There's no breaking an entry. So she's explaining this and anxiously going on. The officer takes a phone call right in the middle of her talking. Then the officer is frustrated because the lady is cutting her off, trying to explain herself. And the officer basically, you know, starts writing on her paper. And, 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 you know, finally she responds to the lady and she's like, you know, listen, I'm going to say it to you one more time. I get it. She done told the lady the same thing over and over again. This is just what it is. You got to talk to the burglary department. The woman turns around. Then, so she, there's another lady there, Mice, who she is obviously, this woman had been trying to talk to first and they went and got this sergeant. So she turns around and, and I see the lady 
behind the desk, say to the sergeant, thank you. Like, you know, let's get this lady out of here. But there's one thing that the woman said. She said, I will, um, what did she say? She said, I, she said, I'm going to go talk to the burglary department and whatever happens, happens. So she says to the woman, the officer goes on about her business. It's, it's done as far as she's concerned. This lady left and became the law, which is completely wrong, outrageous. There's no excuse for it. But she went and shot and killed these individuals and injured another person. From my perspective, and I, I think, you know, for today, my thought of the day is why do we, why are we so insane that we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again? It is very clear that this woman, either because of other things in her past and or the stress of the current situation was aggravated and she is not in her mental complete stability because she went to the airport with the same clothes on with the gun. So obviously she's not right. This officer is unable to either identify it or doesn't care. But the woman is with her trying to solve the problem and nothing happens. America is crazy because now people are dead either because they went in her house or not. She still should, did not have the right to kill them. But this is what people are going to do if they feel like they can't get help, especially with the mental health crisis that we're dealing with in our society. I don't know. I don't know what we are going to do because that woman could kill any one of us if she, you know, whatever the situation. And it's not just her, but people are going to the police and 911 is not the place, unfortunately, to get help for too many things. And certainly if you have a mental health crisis going on at the same time while you're trying to deal with somebody potentially breaking in your apartment. I mean, it's a lot. People, you know, you get a mo it's 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 like pretty much. What happened with OJ? Like, but he didn't kill the people. Like, those people stole stuff from him and had his stuff, and he went to get his stuff back. Like, people are, at, at some point, right, human nature kicks in, right? People are, they're emotional, they're not trained to deal with certain shit. They don't, you know, they just figure out, I, I got to protect myself, somebody right. did wrong to me. This is why we live in, we live in where we have to have law and we have to have things to establish things because we know that human nature, that if you're not given a boundary, that the average person will cross it. If if there was no, if there was no penalties for violence and all that, it'd be a lot more people getting stabbed and killed. A lot of people just don't want to deal with the consequences. So what happens when you deal with individuals who don't give a fuck about a consequence? Who have made up in their mind that you've done something wrong with it and they're not able to either discern or, or understand or mental health gets to a point where they, they you know they've blacked out they've they've left in in, in absent of consequences then you have these situations right so what happens is the police and all of these people have to be skilled enough to understand that i have to make each individual level of priority. Because when somebody's losing their things, their lives, you know, women come in saying they've been hurt, this and that. When they don't see that you take them seriously or you you prioritize their situation, then at that point, they take matters into their own hands. This is, mm -hmm. this is not anything new. This will co consistently happen. And I think police officers, 
have to do a lot better job at understanding the situation and looking and, and prioritizing and looking and making people feel like they because you're supposed to protect and serve. And when you're not doing either one of those things, but yet and still you're one of the highest paid entities in the world, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't right, make why sense. You got, because why do I have to call the burglary department? I'm standing here, right yeah. here, right now. And you might and, and she might have said to her, you know what, ma'am? To right at this moment, we don't have anybody that can deal with it. But if you go back to your apartment within 24 hours, we're going to send somebody there or don't go to your apartment so you don't have fingerprints to whatever it is. But it wasn't taken seriously. So your point is 100% right. So, you know, as we, we come up on our topic today, there was another news story that, you know, that pretty much made me think about it, right? Because I always get a lot of flack about voting and all these things and who's the, this the lesser two evils and Trump and Biden, all this bullshit that we, we, we hear all the time. And I understand. I, I, I kind of you get it. Right? It's this, bullshit. You can't say it's bullshit. But it's bullshit. The reason why I, I say it's, it's bullshit because I think in the situation that we were talking about, it was clear what we were saying. Right? And, I think when we were talking about Biden and Trump, there was a clear understanding of why we said we are voting against Trump that we we made it clear that we were voting for a, a better opponent we made it clear that we didn't trust anything but we we just didn't feel that Trump had anything positive for us at all we made it clear that we wasn't the biggest Biden fans we wasn't on no Biden but we made all of those things clear but people just wanted to just have something to say afterwards so I think that's why I say it's bullshit so now there are two former judges who sent kids to jail for kickbacks. They were getting paid to lock kids up for low-level crimes and send them to these private prisons. And this was in form, it was in Pennsylvania. And they were ordered to pay over two million, two million to two hundred million to hundreds of people that they victimized. You know, and and I'm saying to myself. And these were Democratic elected judges. They were elected by them. Philly, these are the Philly cases? Yes. So the, so the saga continues because this is something we, we knew about the pay. What was it? Kids for cash. Yeah, this is this right. is this was in okay. Philly. This was just this was just this um decision was just handed down where they had to pay over 200 million, you know, on on the 18th. So and it, it made me think, you know. A lot of people are saying, does it even make sense to vote? Should we be voting? You know, and, and if we're saying we should, why should we, right? And, and I have a perspective. And, I, and I'm, I'm not mad at anybody at this point, right? I'm not, and, and, I, and I still share my thing. At, at this point, I'm not mad at anyone who's completely fed up with the system, right? We look at everything and there are, you know, everywhere you look, it doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything for black people. You know, I understand why black people saying fuck a vote. I'm just out here doing this. But then again, for me, you know, when I when I look at the situation, I always say we have to live in America. Right. And if you're somebody who actually pays taxes, has a job or going to be affected by the laws that are handed down by these government officials, right? Then you will want to be able to say, okay, it's like for me, 
I want to be able to say, all right, this this policy that this one candidate has is something that I know can benefit me and my family and my people, right? So I'm willing to vote for this because of that. I'm going to look at both candidates and say, how many policies are they um, are trying to pass that can accurately and, and positively affect me and my people? And then I can weigh both of them. It's not about, I'm not choosing my best friends. I'm not choosing allies, you know? And I think that's where a lot of people don't understand. It's like when you do business and, and, and personal is different, right? When I go into a business situation, I'm not doing business with the person that I'm, I want to go out and hang out with at the bar, the person that I think is cool. When I'm sitting down and I'm doing business with somebody, I'm saying, what is the person going to do to accurately affect me? And I think, you know, I think that's what people miss inside voting and, and whether or not to vote, because you're going to be affected anyway. You're going to be. So if you don't like either one of the candidates, then you got to find something that the candidate is passing or proposing to pass that you like, right? Or you have to push for it. Or you have, or you to. have to push. And you and, and then you have to find a candidate that you feel that you have the better opportunity to push to do the things you want, right? But some of the, sometimes both candidates are complete trash, right? And I get that. And, I'm, and my thing is that I also understand, but there are people and there's some of them are our friends who believe that they are living outside of the system, especially in the sort of finance space. Um, and, you know, in some of our, some of the pockets of our movement, they're like, none of that stuff matters. I'm not as, I'm not concerned about, and we've talked about this before. They like, I don't, I'm not concerned about voting for any of these people to hell with everybody. Fine. My thing is that's actually not true because even if you're in crypto, if you're in fi uh, uh, real, real estate, if you're in anything, it, whatever business you're in, they have tax codes, they have laws that are being put in place to govern even those things. And in fact, the more that people are getting into sort of online trading and crypto and all of that, the government is looking for ways to put more stipulations around it. Now- they have, They've been doing it a lot lately too. Right, now, if what you wanna say, cause some, of, some people don't wanna say it, but the truth is that under a Trump presidency, there was much more flexibility and sort of willy williness going on in terms of how this stuff was handled, right? I mean, and it benefited, I think, I think when- it benefited wealthy people. I think or, or people, people who are trying who, to become wealthy. Yeah, I think and, and if you you're in the know, but I think the people, the common people, the average everyday individual, right? It wasn't it's no trickle down. The whole like that's what I heard this the other day. That the theory of trickle down is not is not realistic all the well, time. Well, and, and that's our thing, and I think that's what puts us in two different positions with some of our counterparts in this movement. It's not that what they're trying to do is not important because if they are able to find ways for us to be more financially stable as a community, it helps, it does help us because you can hire more people, you can open more businesses, you can clean up the community and what have you. 
but there still has to be people that are holding down the fort in terms of what the masses is experiencing in the moment. So if you have elected officials that are allowing the projects to go down, rats running around people's houses, water, uh, uh, lead poisoning in the water, you're not with your, your new project or your long-term project around real estate and, and crypto and whatever other finance things and some of the other you know important things that people are doing, you cannot solve for X for, you know, I'm just making up a number, the 300,000 people who are living in NYCHA. You can't do that, not in that quick second. So somebody has to be focused on making sure that we have people in office who are not putting Supreme Court justices on the bench that are going to overturn every single law that we have that was progress in some ways, at least in, in, in some ways for our communities. If you're not going to, uh, we don't want to have a, a president in place that is allowing federal courts to be packed with conservative judges who are also in line with some of those Democrats that's sending our people to prison. So we have to have folks who are working on multiple tandems. And it's not easy. Of course, the situ it, it's a difficult thing. And then in terms of what you said about the Democratic judges, it's people in our own family, right? It's people in our family that have our share our last name, people we love or people we are close to, people we would die and fight for, and they ain't shit. They ain't no good. They kill. They sell drugs to our people. They harm our people. You got people who are sexually uh, abusive or, or physically abusive to women and children. It's all of that. So of course, within Democrats, independents, Republicans, whatever, you can't trust everybody nowhere. It's always going to be people that go against the grain and do things that's harmful to our community. It doesn't mean I'm saying, oh, we can only vote for Democrats, but to the point that you keep making, show us the, 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 the Republican agenda that is aligned with the things that, I, that we need for our community. Because every bill that we have supported or been a part of trying to get passed, the Republicans have shut down in terms of progressive for our communities so you know that's just we are and i'm not that doesn't mean that i'm happy with the democrats because they know i'm not but i that. still know what it is that we're looking at. and i think building another party is going to be extremely important well, listen what do y'all think about this topic you know what do you think should we be voting should we not be voting what should we be looking for you know is is trying to pick between two parties that we know really don't align with black america's agenda is it is it useless like tell tell us what you think we want your input want your feedback let us know how you feel are you all about the nba action you gotta try pick six the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the nba right now new customers can earn a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 in pick six credits when you deposit five dollars or more Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. 
like will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. You got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. 
From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. So speaking of this topic on whether or not we should be voting, um, which is, it's a sticky topic. I mean, you know, since you invited people into the comment section to tell us how they feel about it, I think that it will be a spirited conversation. You know, the comments will be uh, very, very uh, uh, interesting, Um, but we are being joined by um, our friend, you know, our running thing is that we've got a lot of great friends in great places doing great things for our people and our communities. And Teslin Figaro is no different. Now, I like to say she is not just a political analyst, but she's also a political architect, right? A political commentator. And she also busts down on people every single day and helps them understand what the hell is going on in the world from the language that that our folks know how to understand. So she is um, what I think I don't know who has given her the title, the oh, Hood like- Whisperer. Okay, <laughs> Charlamagne gave her the title, the Hood Whisperer, but we are being joined by our dear sister Teslin of Straight Shot No Chaser, which is also a podcast on Black Effect Network that our brother uh, Charlemagne, the guy is giving us the opportunity to run our mouths and try to educate the people. So thank you, Teslin, for joining us today. Always. Thank you for being here. It's always great to be among family. Thanks for having me. Hey, Ted. So what, like, what do you think? You know, we want, we, that's how we had a topic of the day and we were talking about, should we be voting? A lot of people saying black people just should just sit the elections out. We shouldn't be voting. And we know, you know, how your perspective, I know how in depth, and organize and what it is that you actually represent in, in inside of this culture and how what you bring to politics so first give us your opinion of that well before she says that though i think we need to tell her about the story that you you would basically my okay so well I, I know you've probably seen it there was these pennsylvania judges who were just um told that they had to pay 200 million back for families that they had locked up their kids and they were selling them to private prisons mm-hmm. for low level crimes, some of them for jaywalking. They even had a, a video, it was actually a Caucasian young boy who went to jail for something, I think drug possession. And um, they locked him up, messed his whole life up and he came home and committed suicide within five months. Mm-hmm. So, and these were democratic elected judges who, who did this, right? Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people are like, what are, what are we voting for? Like, it don't matter, Democrat, Republican, they all doing the same shit to us. So, you know, that's that was the basis of the topic. So just wanted to get your input. Well, uh, one, um, judges, judicial seats are not Democrat or Republican. So even though they may have leaned that way or identified as a Democrat in something different, I don't know in this particular case, but just overall, most judges across the board don't run as partisan seats. Doesn't mean they're not Democrats or Republicans, but overall, they're usually not partisan. 
I would have to look more at that case to give uh and you know to give a precise answer on that. But it is important that we uh, understand the difference between nonpartisan seats. Your city council seats in most cities are nonpartisan. Some are, some are not. Uh, some mayor seats are nonpartisan. Some are, some are not. Your county commissioner seats, your uh, elected positions that could be precinct chair or soil and water commission. There are a lot of seats, school board seats, for example, that do not lean partisan, Democrat, Republican. But yes, these are still real people with thoughts and ideas. And you can find out how, if they're registered as a Democrat, you can find out if they voted as a Republican. So when I say nonpartisan, it's not that we're, we're pretending as if they're not partisan because they do, but it is important as we're educating our people to understand that there are nonpartisan local seats that affect your everyday life. And when people say, hey, you know, I don't do politics, I always say you don't have to do politics, but politics most certainly does you, does you. So if you don't have an understanding that everything uh, that you do is politics, I mean, literally everything, you know, we always like to say we outside. If you literally go outside and look around, everything is affected by politics. If you don't like uh, how they put restrictions on running your water, there's an actual commissioner in most cities that, that take care of soil and water. If you feel like you don't have enough stop signs in your community, if you feel like there should be more street signs, if you don't like the traffic, there's a Metro plan board that talks about the traffic. So there's always uh, elected positions and appointed positions that are managing our everyday lives. So I, I try not to uh, criticize folks, uh, my son and Tamika, who have gotten so disenfranchised, so fed up, so over it, that they say, you know what, I just don't see how it's making a difference. I feel that. I get that. I try to spend more time on people who actually say, I want to do something to change the system. Because me trying to convince folks, you got to vote, you got to vote, you should be a part of the process, be a part of the process. I find that my time is more productive with like hosting the training that I'm doing, you know, upcoming in Atlanta, more productive with people who say, what, well, you know what, I am tired of it. I don't want to chase them. I want to replace them. And how can I get involved? Should I be a candidate? Should I, should I be an organizer? Or should I be an operative? So me, myself, I try to be a part of the solution. Still talk about the problem as a commentator, but but obviously, you know, provide the solution. That's the most important thing to me. And so I will say this. I've worked on campaigns, state, local, and federal. And, and this is very important that people understand this. When folks are out there, you know, trying to get what we call their win number, they're going after those super voters, those uh, super voters. So when you know that only 100 people are coming to the polls and 150 people are saying, I'm going to sit out you're actually giving them more favor to only have to try to galvanize those 100 voters to come to the polls. If you look at those local elected uh, positions, city, uh, city commissioner, I, I was working looking at one race, it's over 800,000 people that were registered to vote in that district. Only 1,100 actually showed up at the polls. So you're actually doing a favor when they're able to just galvanize just that small group of their circle, their church members, uh, their, their coworkers, you know, their, the folks that go to school with their children to allow them to get these seats. So I tell people that if you want to get out of the process and you say, I don't want to vote, well, then are you at least running somebody in that seat? Are you at least causing some type of disruption? Are you giving people a second option? Because just sitting out 
We've done that and that's not working either. So I think it's a, co a, a collection of those things, but I also think it's my, my sign important that we have, we hear some people say, you know what? I'm not gonna vote for you. I, politicians hear that. They hear that and they should be responding because I don't know if it's just positive to keep saying, well, we just gonna vote no matter what because our ancestors died for it. We have to create some opposition to at least give them something to fear. So it's a, it's a collection of all of those things, if that makes sense. Makes 100% sense to me, Tess, and I, and I say that all the time. And it was a, a real important thing you said, and, 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 and that's what it is for me. Understanding that when I don't vote, it's not so much that it affects any part. What it does is I'm not somebody that they have to get a vote from, right? They, they move me out of the pool. Like you said, there's 800,000 people there. And if they only know they have to appeal to 11,000, then all those 700, the rest of those people, they don't matter because the vote is going to be decided by these 11,000. It's not like it's being decided by the eight. So when you take yourself out of the number and you make it easier for a certain demographic to appeal to just one or two specific groups and they can just win a whole election with 6,000 votes, then you're doing a disservice because now nobody really has to work that hard because now you're not even involved in that number. So like you said, when you start saying, okay, I'm, I was a part of this and I'm not going to vote. And we start saying that publicly and I'm moving towards doing this and I'm having action items towards doing this. And this is what we're collectively going to do with our votes, with our, our power. Then that makes more sense than just saying you just not vote. I think it's important also for us to be very honest. There are people who are righteously indignant. They just tired, right? They just tired. And then there's people that's just lazy and they don't want to do it. And they're looking for an excuse not to participate in the process. Because to your point, there are people, Tesla, we talk about this all the time, running for office like a Nina Turner and others who we know. We might not agree on everything, but we know they're going to go there and fight as, like hell for many of the things, majority of the things that we know we need in our community and in this country. And guess what? Did you give them some money? Did you give, did you help Nina Turner at all? Did you help Jamani Williams who was running for governor in New York? Money, support, knock on doors. So when we do have the potential with certain candidates, some of those same, I just, I'm not, I don't believe in politics, I'm not going to vote, those same people don't show up. So I think what you're talking about, and I want to hear, we want you to tell us more about something that you're working on right now that is super important. What you're talking about is none of us get to stay out of the process. There is going, there's a process. When, that, when those 11,000 people decide on behalf of a community of whatever, 100,000, 200,000, 800,000, you as the one, the, the other folks that did not vote, you still going to live by whatever is being decided by the, the small majority of folks who most of the time don't look like you, right? Because in these communities, like in the community I live in, there are, there's a lot of diverse folks here. And guess what? When I go to the polls, most of the time, the white people, the Asian community, and some of the other community members are there. They are the ones who are deciding school board elections all the way up district leaders in, in my community. I'm sometimes the only Black person in the, in the polling location, unless it's obviously running for president and things like that. But on super local elections, those people are making decisions. So being a part of the process does not have to be just the vote. I got it. Votes are really important. 
but it's also supporting people financially, helping people run for office, knowing how to organize campaigns, right? So you might, it might not even be that this person is the, the you know, well, well, let me say this, there are candidates that don't have the resources to run a strong campaign. And if you are at home and you have two or three hours to donate, why not do that? You know, so that you can help them and volunteer so we can have strong electeds in position. So that's my position. And I think what you're doing right now is working on helping people understand there's more than one way to slice the cake, right? So tell us more about what you got going on, because I think it's something that's extremely powerful, something you've been working on and something that is so needed for our people. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I have always, uh, I come from the recruiting uh, industry, my corporate side. I was a branch manager at ADECO and Robert Half is the first and third largest staffing firm in the world. I ran my own staffing firm with 300 employees in Orlando. I have always used that recruiting model, that matrix-driven recruiting model in the political space. Um, it's one reason why in Orlando, I was able to get so many different volunteers in three weeks time, 300, 500, 150 overnight, because I've always had that matrix-driven uh, recruiting model, which means that people are not gonna recruit themselves. You have to actually go out and get people and bring them into the fold. And so by using that model, having a master's in adult education, I'm saying that because I want people to understand that when I'm building curriculum, I'm building real curriculum with real program objectives that you're actually leaving with substantive information. And so I train all throughout the year. I train and consult. I do that far more than I am on TV. Being on TV is great. Commentary is great. But I'm about rolling up my sleeves and actually doing the work. But I wanted to do something then this year in particular um, with offering something free for folks to one, understand that yes, they have a part that they can play, push the line politics until something happens. If you look at my logo, you see each person is pushing, it's one person pushing the P, the U, the S, the H. And it's a child standing beside that's watching. And I do that because people, if you look at the logo, people are doing what they can to push. You have two people in street clothes, two people in, in business clothes, and they're not looking on the side of them to say, well, what is Tamika doing? Well, what is my son doing? Why you ain't doing it? No, you need to be focused on what you can do to move the process forward. So by doing that training, politics until something happens, offering a nonpartisan training, we did, uh, I did one in the summer. We had 246 people that came online. I did a second one. We had over 200 people. Now our goal is to get a couple hundred people in the room in Atlanta for September 10th, totally free all day long, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., back to back to back, core curriculum, nonpartisan training, not a summit, not a panel, not an interview. I do all of those wonderful things, but there's been a missing to me. There's plenty of great trainings. I've been to them. I've been to CBC. I've been to PCCC, ABC one, two, three, you name it, I probably more than likely attended the training. I thought there, there is obvious, not thought, I know that there's a missing component that can allow people an opportunity to truly train nonpartisan. Um, although I went to Congressional Black Caucus boot camp in 2010, and they said it's nonpartisan, I still left feeling like I, this is how to be a good Democrat. I went to PCCC, that's the Progressive Caucus uh, boot camp. I was a trainer on, on Crisis Calm, and it was still about how to be a good progressive. This is a training that is designed for you to pick a, a track, a candidate, an operative, or an organizer. An organizer, to, to me, can be anything. Do you want a new park in your community? Do you want to organize a protest? Do you want to organize to get an issue like reparations or whatever it is? Insert the blank. 
It is so critically important to me that people understand when I say nonpartisan and non-agenda motive uh, focus, that's exactly what that means. And I've reached out to different allies in the movement to say, hey, I am giving you my word as a woman that there will not be any agenda pushed on this because I want to see if those folks are willing to say, you know what, I'm not just going to complain online. We're going to start running our own candidates, even folks who may we may have different opinions on things. There's been black conservatives that have reached out to me, far right folks, far left, far in the middle, whatever you want to call it. that say, hey, I want to be a part of it. How can I be a part of it and show bipartisan support? And I said, you can't show bipartisan support because it's nonpartisan. So I tell people that if you want to make sure that your issue is pushed, then come to the training and let's give people a challenge, Tamika. People contact you all the time. We talk about this all the time. People don't know what to do, want what to do. And I push back on that because people do know what to do. They just simply don't do it. But there, there is a group of folks that I believe truly don't know what to do. But we know how to do everything else. We share leaked photos, which I love, by the way. We share leaked photos. We know how to get concert tickets. We know how to find the VIP. We know how to get on the list. We know how to find everything else that 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 motivates us. We find trash online all day, comedy and, and gossip. So do we really want to believe that people just don't know how to go to a city council meeting or how to go to a state board meeting or how to go, you know? And so I'm putting the challenge out there that this is an opportunity for you to learn the steps, literally step one, this is how you fill out your paperwork. Step two, this is what you do with your paperwork. Step three, and you insert the blank. And I'm not going to allow folks to come and get on a soapbox about how we need to be this and how we need to be that. We already know what we need to be and how we need to be. This is an opportunity for you to learn, take those tools back and you organize around whatever you feel is important in your community. And so we'll, this will get a chance to see, are we really about that? Or are we just wanting to talk and create more chaos online, more of the clown caucus opposed to the action caucus that actually wants to put uh, put some skin in the game? Well, first of all, you know, I love I love the way you get at them. You know, I, I watch I don't even watch Fox that much. because I just don't watch it much. But whenever you on there, I like I love your perspective. And it's always nonpartisan. It's always just coming from the realist perspective. And I'm sure that's what we're going to get with this training. When exactly is the training? Where is it located? How can people, you know, get involved with it? Absolutely. Text push the line, all one word, push the line to 66866. The training is September 10th in Atlanta, Georgia. When you text, all of the information comes directly to you, how to register the FAQs, any questions that you have. Uh, it has been very highly organized. I've sent out several, several surveys confirming on confirming on confirming. Uh, so people have been getting the information that they need. All they have to do, my sign is text that number. But if you are not What's in Atlanta, the number again? What's the number again? Text push the line to 66866. If you're not in Atlanta and you say, I want to be a part of this in the future, are you doing an online training? Yes, I am. I'm doing one in November. Still get on that mailing list. I would like to have the next one in New Jersey in person in January or February. I am committed to making sure that 2024 people have set in some type of training one way or the other by 2024. That's what I'm doing at my own personal commitment. Not mm -hmm. a PAC, not an organization, not with my own skin in the game. 
to show people that you can still do something, just one person. How do you take that talent and bring other people into the fold? And so it is open to anybody. It is truly nonpartisan for real. It is open to anybody. Text push the line 66866, but get on the mailing list because we're going to continue this online training. We're going to do deep dives into subject matter training, for example. I would love to have you guys, if somebody wants to talk up, you know, talk to you about this down the road. Hey, we want to learn how to protest. I know Linda offers that training with you guys all the time. We'd love for her to tap in you know, do an online training, you know, so folks can have access to that. So I'm trying to make my sign to build, uh, I, I don't want to say an institute or an organization, but some type of way that we can streamline people to be able to say, hey, when we want to get something done, there's a place that we can learn. And it's also important if you're a candidate and you want to run, you're going to need an operative. Come to this training, if nothing else, just to organize and see who else that you can work with. And they don't have to live in your city. I've worked on campaigns long distance. Regina Hill, who won in Orlando, Florida. I managed her campaign from Oklahoma City at the time, working on the house call case. And she was in Orlando, Florida. And she was arrested 21 times, y'all, 21 times. And she this was her first time running for office. She won. She won by landslide. First time beat seven candidates because she was out there knocking on those doors and it was just a handful of us to help her get elected. So it does not require a huge team. You just need two or three right soldiers. Uh, that's willing to people, the line. Exactly. People who are dedicated. And, you know, when we was I was saying earlier and you also said it, some folks just lazy, don't want to do it. Other people, um, you know, they say they don't know. But, you know, we figure if you can figure all these other things out, you can also figure this out. I've been saying that for a long time. But also, I think that a lot of people just haven't been introduced to it. Right. Like your mama talked about gossip and trash all the time. Or, your, you know, it was fun in the community to hear about who, who, you know, who's Zooming who. So you've been exposed to that. You've been exposed to your Christianity. You've been exposed to, you know, the way we cook, soul food, different things, good hair, whatever. But you have not necessarily been exposed to being a politically astute individual and that's something that I think you're now going to provide for the average Joe an opportunity to touch and feel it I remember when Yandy and I first started working together she would say she had not been invited to the the the, the rooms with you know Melanie Campbell and and all the women who were working on uh you know political issues from a black woman's perspective she hadn't been invited to those spaces so she didn't even know that she could go into those rooms and and participate and add value now that i introduced her to those spaces and made her comfortable she's going on her own she's you know has started sort of moving in that direction on her own and i think that's what you're now providing is an opportunity for people to touch and feel it so that they know there is room for them and they are valuable in those spaces but i want to put the i want to throw this in the game because a lot of times Tamika, when they hear us say that they use that as an excuse well i'm waiting on somebody to be invited and i ain't ever been exposed well i, I sent you an inbox when to make a go let me be crystal clear i was never exposed to any of this nobody in my family's in politics nobody's in my family in law nobody set me down i didn't go to no community meeting i was never a part of this mm. i was exposed to the strip club i was exposed to the hustlers i was exposed to the ballers i was exposed to gang banging that's what i was exposed to so for those who are listening let's not use that ain't been exposed somebody invite you bullshit but that brings I us to a good point yeah. Why did you get involved? That's exactly it. I had to give a damn. I had to give a damn enough mm -hmm. 
to know that it just because they didn't invite me in the room don't mean I'm not going to bust the door down and walk in. So it, it had nothing to, I was exposed to having confidence as, as a, as a woman, my mother worked at a television station, but she was a secretary. She wasn't on TV. And even then that was traditional TV. It wasn't like it was opinion TV or what I what or what, you know, I do, but nobody was in politics in my family. Both of my parents right now are in the grave. I started my staffing firm with a three month old baby on unemployment, making $250 a, a week on unemployment in Orlando, Florida, in a city with no family, no friends, no nothing. This is called hustle, period. And I never got a loan. I never got anybody to put me on or introduce me. Every room that I've walked in, I had to bust my ass to walk. That's why I talk with the bravado that I do. Because when people try to push back and say, well, you that got put, I had to build this. I had to go on talk radio for free for years. I had to go on blog talk radio for $39 a month. I got this from the hustle to the muscle. So anybody that say what you can't do, I had to give a damn enough about it. So because I had enough homies that got locked up, from the 94 crime bill, I got louder and louder and louder about that because I went to go see Spud and went and put money on commissary and went 1500 miles to sit, you know, in the penitentiary to find out what does it really look like when a first time nonviolent offender does 15, 16 years away from their family. Because I'm involved in that, I had to use my voice. I knew that God put me in position. This was a calling. This was not exposing enough. Hey. Any room I've been in, I knocked the door down on that bitch. So That's we want to be crystal clear for those who are saying, because I, I it, it bothers me when people, oh, you know, you it's easy for you. To show me where it's been easy. Show me what part of the grind has been easy. I tell mm -hmm. people, what if I told you right now that for 20 years, you're not going to make a dollar? Would you still do it? What mm -hmm. if I told you right now that you're going to have everybody against you? Would you still do it? What if I told you you had to move in five different cities? Would you still do it? What if you had to be homeless? Would you still do it? What if you had to move 14 times? Would you do it? If you had to stop and start your business three or four times, would you do it? I did it, homie. So we don't want to get no confused about getting invited no damn way. We're looking for people that, that got the balls to bust the door down, to walk in the door and claim your rightful position. And if you don't have that level of energy, no problem. Just support somebody else then. Send somebody $5 or $10. Everybody don't ride the same way. But when we talk about those rooms, I had to walk into it, baby. And it's very few. Even now, when we just look at just the inner circle of people that just really rock with me, I've been looking at who've been sharing this flyer. Yeah, I'm keeping names and receipts. I want to know. <laughs> you going to share it or you ain't going to share it? Because next time it's too small of us to not, at least if nothing else, just share the flyer. Why you can't share the flyer? You know you're going to need me to share something. And you better believe when these people who said they're going to share it and ask me to share something, I wish they would. I'm make sure. No, remember when I asked you to share? That's the accountability that we have to have because this shit is too hard to make it to be around here playing. When all it take all it take is a simple share, you know. Yeah, so I know that's right. We deal yeah. with it all. My son, you go ahead and you speak. I mean, it's like everything. You listen, you know. I say, get him, Taz, because <laughs> you ain't doing nothing but preaching the gospel, man. This shit is about the, only the, the strong surviving this. Like you know, like I, I, this was a calling on my life. Like nobody in the world thought I'd be doing. I didn't think I'd be doing this. You know, I was like you said, we was in the streets, and you know, I had to sit down for a while. I had to understand how the system was actually plaguing us and taking us over to come up with a different mind frame and say, yo, I got a different voice. 
I know I have a level of power and strength and I have platforms and I have people that actually respect me in a manner in the streets that I know that I can shift the mind state because if we don't shift the mind state, we're going to die or be in these prisons forever. So that was my mind state. And a lot of people are like, oh, this and that and this, do it. You know, you ain't doing this. Why you ain't talking about this? Why you ain't, because why you ain't talking about it? Because I'm talking about the shit I feel passionate about. I'm going to use my platform, my voice to speak about whatever I feel passionate about. And I suggest you do the same thing. But if you coming on my page to look for me to talk about what you think I should talk about, then you wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? So I understand exactly what you're coming from, you know, and it's not easy, but we got to support one another in this fight, you know, because we all do it different ways, but we all do it authentically. And when you know you do it authentically and you see somebody else that does it authentically, you got to give them that support. So that's why, you know, you always going to get my support. Yeah. I wish we had more time to sit and talk to you today, but I am going to get a physical um, and I'm very excited to tell everyone that today I'm getting my annual. I'm going to be checking myself from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And I'm suggesting that everyone do the same. And as a result of that, we are um, not able to stay and talk as long as we want. But I really want you to come back, Tez, because I want to, I want to ask you this question. We're not going to answer it today, but this is what I want us to answer together. With the attacks that we have been through, why would anybody want to put themselves in our position, right? Like, why would anybody want to walk in the fire that we've had to walk in just because we dare to speak up, to speak truth, and not to back down when um, when, the, when the attacks come for us? And I want us to talk about that. And I think there's some other people that we should invite to be a part of that conversation as well. Even though, I'm going to tell you, I don't know many women. I don't know many women who have gone through what we've been through specifically. I'm not talking about people in political positions who have been hit. I'm talking about folks who are just trying to do what's right. And we taking punches left and right. And a lot of times nobody is there to support us. So that's yeah. why I love you. I, I want to say this and I know you got to go, but this is really important because I want to end on this. You know, and especially we hear in hip hop a lot, the goat, the goat, the goat. And I always try to end my messages with this. And in the Bible, they talk about the wheat and the tear. And you'll hear people say the wheat and the tear. But the New International Version talks about the goat and the sheep. And this is very important. So while folks are saying, oh, man, you're the goat, you're the goat, you're the greatest of all time. I want to be crystal clear that when you say, oh, they haven't been introduced to it. And maybe somebody got to introduce them. And maybe they just don't know. Let me tell you when you're going to have to know. And I'm only talking about the, the believers. If I am wrong about it, Tamika, then guess what? I'll just disappear into existence but let's just uh, let's just pretend for just a moment that i'm right about it there's going to become a time where you're going to have to answer and when you go to the most high the question is going to be asked they are going to separate the goats from the sheep and the sheep is not about going along to get along the sheep is about the shepherd's business so either you're going to be about the shepherd's business for the least of these or you will be the goat so it doesn't matter if you're the greatest of all time on earth whatever it is that you're doing there will become a time that you are going to have to answer and the answer will not not be well i sent tamika inbox they never responded well i was waiting on my sign to talk about it the question is going to be what did you do for the least of these so either you're going to do it and i'm putting that calling out there right now to everybody who's listening you can't say you ain't been told because i'm telling you right now you have been told you have been challenged hopefully inspired but more so challenged what are you going to do for the least of these and i'm glad to come back and have more in-depth conversation because that answers your question we've been called for this We've Many been called, called but few we, have been, we have been called and you know 
and I hear you 100%. You just got to do what you got to do. It's not about being introduced. But I do think that your uh, training is an opportunity to introduce some people and get them closer to the water. So, But they're going to have to drink on their own. And I think that's the point that you are making. Thank you, Tesla. We love you. We appreciate you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Love you, Tess. Tess! Get him, Tess! Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone. And that means every driver who wants more, whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder. The vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG. 37 highway MPG. 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 35 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG. 36 highway MPG. 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com samsung for details Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. ready to go for my physical appointment that I have to make. Yes, yes, because we, so you got to get your physical. You got to get your physical. Well, shout physical. out to Tez. Tez always going to give you a word. She was she was Reverend Tez today. That's a mental physical. I got my yeah. mental physical and now I'm going to get my body physical. Yeah, that was that was, that was was Reverend Tez today. She gave <laughs> us a word. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I definitely make sure that y'all sign up for that course. She said, push the line. Dot com. You can go on there and get the tickets and sign up and register, whatever it is that you free, need to do. Free, free, free. free. You, what you need to be, you need to be there because it's a lot of us who are not politically savvy, who do un- not understand why politics even matter, saying they don't do politics. And like she said, if you don't do politics, they'll do you. So we're going to end on that note. I had a ball. Tamika got to go get a physical. A ball doing- what did you listen, have? I, listen, I was listening to Reverend Ted. She was, listen, she be dropping scriptures. So I'm just sitting there like, as she drop it, you know. But what I don't get is why y'all always worried about us. That's how I'm ended. I don't get how y'all always worried about us instead of worried about you. Worry about what you can do. Worry about you, your Instagram page. Worry about how you're using your Facebook followers. Worry about how the videos that you're doing. Worry about when you outside, because we outside. We've been doing this work. We're going to keep doing this work. So leave us alone. Do your part. If you don't got a part, then get out the way. Because they want us to be accountable, okay? And accountable, listen, I'm accountable every day of my life. I know what I do with my 24 hours. Do you know what you do with yours? I'm not going to always be right. Tamika Mary's not going to always be wrong, but we will both always, and I mean always, be authentic. Peace. Listen to Street Politicians on the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. And catch us every single Wednesday for the video version of Street Politicians on iWomen.tv. That's how we own it! We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details.
State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.